Welcome back to Finding Wilder, the podcast. My name is Michaela Jean, and I am so grateful you have landed here. I created this podcast as a safe space to share stories of intuitive living, spirituality, creativity, dreams coming true, miracles, and so much more. One of my greatest goals in this lifetime is to remind one another we are not alone in whatever it is we are going through. To me, finding wilder means living a life that is led from the heart and intuition. It is easy to get caught up in what or who we think the world says we should be. I'm passionate about sharing stories that prove to one another that when we find our wild, listen to our hearts, and trust in something beyond ourselves, we begin to witness miracles unfold all around us. I'm here to share experiences from my own life and the lives of those who inspire me along the way. I hope you remember how worthy you are and that your dreams can come true. Thanks for being here. Let's dive into another episode of Finding Wilder. All right, welcome back to Finding Wilder. This is episode 53. I am Michaela Jean, and today I am here with Emily Frost. Hi. Hi, sister. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good. I'm just watching a sunset right now, talking to you, and I'm so happy. Beautiful. Em is in Maine, Monson, Maine, correct? Yeah, basically. Basically. I'm just a little outside of Monson, but I say Monson because it's good point of reference it's a good yeah you're in the middle of nowhere if i understand correctly yeah. i'm in a township outside of monson <laughs> <laughs> so cool building your little dream dream life out there which i can't wait to talk a little bit more and share more with people what you're what you're creating out there because it's mm-hmm. just such a such a beautiful gift that you are bringing into the world and i think it's going to be something really special for many people but M is a super talented photographer and video creator. I know you love storytelling in all the different formats and you're so good at it. And I know that you love just connecting with people's hearts and souls. You may know M from Share the Soul or as Share the Soul. So why don't you just give people a little intro on who you are today and what's what's going on for you? Thanks. That's a really beautiful feeling to receive from you. Um, just that little intro. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess the only other thing I would add um, to that is I'm a new mom. And that feels like it's so on like the forefront and like so present in my life. My life has really revolved around um, my journey of becoming a mother over the past, uh, I guess it's been 18 months because my daughter's now 10 months old, um, or what, 19 months? Yeah, just been so all-consuming um, in so many beautiful ways and life-changing ways. So yeah, just raising a human and creating a life for her and for my family and um yeah, taking big risks and, um, yeah, really like being on that path of devotion to create a life for, for us and for my daughter. Beautiful. You're just such a creator in all, all the senses, I feel, whether it's creating new life into this world or all of the different projects. And I know that's how we originally connected when we met 
gosh, how many years ago now? So I was going to ask you this question because <laughs> I was thinking about this. I can't remember. I know we met in the winter. Yeah. And I can't remember. Was it 2017 or 2018? Was it like, like pre-December 2017 right. or was it like after the holidays? So it was like early 2018. I know it was snowing. It was snowing the day that we met. <laughs> That's like what I got for you. It was snowing, but I'm yeah. unsure of the exact year. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember either, but it's been a long time. Yeah. I have to do the math, but that's a lot of years that, that we have known each other. A handful of years. And we met at a creative photographer's workshop. You were you were modeling mm-hmm. and I was yeah. photographing and we connected over Bang our Bang's sneakers. Yep, exactly what I was remembering too. Like that was the connection point was like, I remember you were wearing Bang's sneakers and I was wearing like a dress of some kind and you were like, you should put these shoes on and do this like a really cool photo of like the dress with the shoes. And I was like, it's so cool, Mm -hmm. so creative. And um, we were both working with Bang's and I know like, do I have this like distorted memory or like was the slogan like live adventure or something like that something like that yeah something like that where it was like really about like adventuring and so because you worked with them I was like okay we probably have so much in common she's a fellow adventurer and um yeah I just was like so like mesmerized by you and and your artistry and your eye and like yeah fell in love (laughs) it was the beginning of our it was such a spark like, you know, yeah. it was it was such a spark. And I think you you only have that with so many people throughout your life. And yeah. the people clearly come into your life for a reason. I don't think and in that moment we would have been able to guess why exactly we came into each other's lives, which we will talk more about because yeah. Em and I have been on a roller coaster of our, our friendship and our relationship. And um I know it's one that we feel really called to vulnerably share with everybody on this podcast because it was tough times. We've hurt each other a bit and we've really opened each other up to love at different seasons of our friendship and knowing one another over the last seven or eight years, whatever we've decided it was. But (laughs) I think it's so just perfect to remember the way that we met and our creative eyes and that just like immediate connection of like okay this person is gonna have an impact on my life and then we just like ran with our creative adventures we would meet for sunrises and just like take photos with our bangs shoes on yeah that's what so I've been reflecting on our friendship the past couple of days just really thinking about you and and just like so many memories of like us just like doing what we love to do together and that was something that really drew me to you was like I was just really getting started in like following my passion for photography and it's one thing to do what you love but it's a whole other level of like fulfilling when you get to do something you love with people you love um, and so that's why I just loved spending time with you because it felt like we were both just like able to do what we love and share in it and I felt like I just learned so much from you every time we would get together and do something wild and creative like I remember us like running around the beach with like color bombs and like Mm -hmm. just like tapping into that like uh like childlike play and wonder of like playing like we would play Mm -hmm. I think that's such such a good point it's so powerful what's coming through for me is just like there were no rules 
Like, we didn't let ourselves have rules. It was like we would get like a group of like six or eight people to meet at the beach in Newburyport at like 5 a.m. for a sunrise for no reason. Like, we weren't posting these photos anywhere, really, or we won't. No money was being exchanged. Like, it was not about that. Just like pure fun and no rules. And I think that's such a good point that you brought that up because. That can get like so easily lost, not only just in the world that we live in now, but as you get older, too. And I'm I'm sure like as you're a new mom, too, like I'm sure you could see it like one way, like one way or the other where you start to lose some of that play or you start like really becoming present with like, okay, this is a whole new kind of presence and play being invited to play like all the time and it's like sometimes you're not in the mood to play, but like, yeah, (laughs) I'm being counted on to play. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just that like presence, that like pure presence of creating for nobody. Yeah. Yeah. And experimentation and like permission to like fail, like wasn't about us like actually creating something good. It was just like, let's like do something fun. Let's like try it. Let's experiment. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I that's what I think of when I think about like what drew us together was like that shared desire to just like play and experiment. Yeah. And community, just like creating community. And I know we both love our community and our communities. Um, and that's something that's so important to myself. And I, I know it is for you too. And as you're building a space to really create community also, I'd actually love for you to share a little bit about the project that you're creating on your property, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Um, So I'm creating a little infrastructure for creativity and for really like this feeling, like tapping into that like childlike play and wonder. And um, what it looks like is we have this barn behind our house that um, we've been calling the Christmas tree barn because it's like red and green. And we just immediately when we first moved here, we're like, we want to do something really cool with this. But it took like, I don't know how long to really feel what that space wanted to become. And I don't remember whose idea it was, but it was like, this could be a studio. Like we could renovate this place and turn it into a studio. Um, And it was just like, as soon as that like spark of an idea happened, it was like everything started to like, like fall into place of like, yeah, like that is so like such a fulfilling idea because, you know, we are so far out in the woods and I have been doing my work for the past five years, like really since we met, like when we met, that was like the beginning of when I started Share the Soul, when I started my business. And between then and now, those like five years, I was traveling for work and I was going to, you know, going to my clients and traveling and driving and flying. And the idea of creating a space where it's like I could work from home and like build that type of life for myself was like, oh my gosh, it just unlocked this like deeply fulfilling dream. And then alongside that feeling for me, it was like, oh my gosh, and this place is magical. I could just imagine these women that I'm working with, like instead of me going to you and going to another urban place, like why don't we come here? Like, let's go to the woods. Let's run away. There's no service here. Let's like drop into a place where we can create art from a place of true presence that you can only really achieve when like, you're not distracted by all these other things. You're not distracted by your phone, your email, your like text or phone calls or um, 
yeah, just like all of it, right? Like to just be. And so that feeling really inspired me. And so that's kind of what sparked the idea of like, why don't we build just like this really intimate, like private retreat center, not nothing big, just like a couple little dwellings out in the woods for it to always stay quiet and calm and like a nice grounded place to just be and be a home away from home. And um, we'll see where it goes from here. I mean, we're opening up July 1st and I just like feel like we're building space and we're going to see what it becomes because I know that this is going to be inspired by the people who come here and like literally co-create what wants to happen here. Um, But it feels like we've just been following this thread of like a feeling of like, let's just like be in a place of pure presence and like what could come from that and I asked that question like not knowing the answer like we will see we will see what comes from there it's so beautiful I I can still remember the day I'm pretty sure we were sitting at White Heron this was like five like as you were like choosing the name of your Instagram account like this is such a silly thing but like, yeah. I just remember that day, like you, your Instagram handle was like your name. You were like, should yeah. I like change it to share the soul? And I can like still vividly remember, as you're saying, like share the soul and the journey that it's been on. It's so kind of just like locked in my memory that day still of you being like, okay, yeah, share the soul it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember that so vividly too. And, it, and you know what also that was, was like this, um, decision to like integrate because I feel like at that time maybe I had like a couple Instagram accounts Mm -hmm. and it was like feeling like this fragmented like like I can only share this in this place and then this in this place and it was like why don't I just like be this like just actual human multi-dimensional person that I am and not feel like I can only share you know parts of my existence and whatever box myself in and you gave me that permission I mean you like you saying like just just do it full send like okay I like needed that little push so thank you for giving me that (laughs) full send and just look at the journey that you're on now and it's like to say that you are so multi-dimensional and then bringing like actually creating share the soul as like part of your home and like a deep part of your life not just like who you are in your heart but like who you're becoming on the external too and like what you're bringing into this world in like a tangible way. Because I do believe at that time, like you were also speaking aloud this dream in its in its own mm. way of like what you wanted to create. And I remember that too, because we both have had and still have similar dreams. Like I also, whether yeah. it's Vermont or Maine or New England somewhere, like see myself on land and doing something similar not the exact same thing but just it's the land and it's the peace and it's the quiet and it's that Mm -hmm. just escape from the noise and the chaos where I think as creative people too you really come alive and as sensitive intuitive people as well like you really feel at least I feel really safe and held and like I can be all those different versions of myself And I think I've told you this before, but you and Frost, like up on your land in that space, you've been such expanders for me to be like, it's, it's Mm -hmm. possible, you know, like it is possible and it's not going to happen in the blink of an eye. There's going to be steps that happen to get there. Mm -hmm. It's been you and also my friend, Lindsay, I'm not sure if you know Lindsay, but she's up in China, Maine. And she Mm -hmm. just opened a bar and yoga studio in Waterville 
And it's like a similar story. Like she also got married, like has a baby probably around the same age as Grace. And it's there. They also feel like expanders to me. But I was thinking of her when you said we're just going to create it and kind of see what happens. That's what she did with her yoga studio, too. It's like we're going to create it and see if they come and they came. And if you're Mm. doing something and creating something from your heart and like this innate like true dream that you have and it's coming from love and presence and play and creativity the people are gonna come mm. and I think thank that's you so beautiful it's um yeah it's just it's been such a long long journey to like get to this place right of like um just like really opening this place up because when we first I like remember so vividly the first time we came here and like it was just this feeling of like, I want everyone to know what this place feels like. Because there's not a lot of places that are like like this that exist. Like I had never been to a place like this until I found, you know, this little place in the woods. Like, how, well, and actually, this is a question for you. Like, when was the last time you didn't have like Wi-Fi or cell service for like a couple hours? Gosh, living on the road in the van here and there, but still, it's a pretty rare. It's rare. It's a rare find. How did it feel when you were in that place? Oh, it's my happy, it's my happy place. And let me say this too, because I think this is like a human, a real world, like human in the 2023 problem is that we, we do have this part of us and I'll speak for myself. There is this part of me sometimes where I'm like, oh gosh, the people I love can't get in touch with me. Like Mm -hmm. there's that like inner like innate fear it's just the world that we live in now right like do you remember in seventh grade when you were like I can't wait for somebody to text me this is going to be the best day ever and one person would text you and you'd be like oh my gosh this is so cool and now I'm like if one more person calls me today I'm gonna lose it but you have that part of you also that's like but I need to be able to be in touch with my family all of the time because what if yeah it's I mean it's an edge. It's deeply uncomfortable and triggering and anxiety provoking in some ways to be disconnected in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it brings that up for me constantly. Um, I mean, like Frost is in the woods. My husband is in the woods like every day. And when he's in the woods, I can't get a hold of him. We don't have walkie talkies yet. That's something we're going to get uh, just for emergencies mm-hmm. to alleviate a little bit of that anxiety. But like, yeah, it's like I there's no other place that I've ever been really for an extended period of time where there's actually no Wi-Fi or cell reception. I feel like it's a gift actually to soften into that place of like no input, right? Like no stimuli, no like ability to disassociate. Um, What do we do when we sit with that? Like, how do we fill our time? I mean, I don't know. I haven't saved myself in the woods, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the first guest because I want to know what people are going to experience. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, it's funny, I actually just had a hypnotherapy session a couple hours ago. And in the session, like the the safe space that I took myself was to just like a completely silent, still space in nature, like complete solitude, a river, trees, sun, mm. grass. And it's, I think we all crave it, but we're a little bit afraid. Totally. Because it's so, you're so present that you 
have no option but to feel what you're feeling. Yup. And that's the ultimate medicine and it's the ultimate fear. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's exactly <laughs> all of it. Yep. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's going to be really, really beautiful to see people's experiences coming and staying on the land. Yeah. I'm so interested to see what happens from here. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm excited um, to be with you here. Oh, I can't wait. I know we've been talking about it for a while. We have been. I have some I have some ideas and some visions. Yeah. We gotta play and create again because it's been it's been years since we've actually spent time in real life together. I know. I can't remember the last time I saw you in person a long time ago. Like pre twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Which those years like barely count as years because they like snapped by. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. And we have connected, um, just not in person, but um, face to face in our own. (laughs) Yeah. Give each other a hug. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know we decided to have this podcast or do this podcast episode together and We both kind of had, we had a different route for what we wanted to talk about on the pod. And then you so bravely one day, like, read my mind in your own thoughts. (laughs) 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 One day I just received a voice memo from Em and she was like, how do you feel about vulnerably sharing our journey as friends and the experience that we've had? Um really healing our own sister wound, which I know is not an uncommon wound, whether or not people realize that they have a sister wound or have experienced a sister wound or are in one right now. It's such a, we create a lot of words and phrases for labeling things in this world now, which is helpful for sure. So I'd love to hear your perspective on what a sister wound is Mm, yeah for me it's just like that feeling of feeling like hurt by a woman a woman that you love and um I think it's like as simple as that just like that feeling of feeling like hurt by women as a woman um and if we were to all sit with that like question of like when was I hurt by a woman? There's like probably so many stories in our lives that come up of like times where we felt hurt um, by women and in some way, uh, whether it's like you said, subconscious and not even like on the surface, like in a micro kind of way, um, or maybe like some sort of like friendship breakup, right? Which is like how I would almost characterize what we went through. And what's been so beautiful about like our relationship is how we were able to like transcend those feelings of hurt together and come back to a place of like the deepest core, which is just love and remembering that feeling and coming back to and choosing to come back to that feeling together. Um, And it's been so healing for me to, to go through that journey with you. 
Um, so it, yeah, it feels really, it feels really special to like get this time to talk to you. Honestly, up until now, I like forgot that we were on a podcast. <laughs> like, I'm just, like, so locked in talking we're, to you, but so it feels, it feels like really special to get to sit with you because when you invited me onto the podcast, it was like, I started thinking about it and I'm like, I don't know how we could talk about anything else because this is just what feels like the most honest and real. Like if we're going to talk, like Mm -hmm. we like, this is what we need to talk about. Like, I don't know how I could not address, you know, our, our relationship and the dynamics that we've been through. It's been big and deep. Yeah. And I think we, and we obviously have talked about this, but when I originally reached out to you to, be on the podcast I think subconsciously I knew what I wanted to talk about but consciously I didn't so then Mm. when you came back weeks later and was like let's talk about this it was this like moment of you know when you have like an intuitive hit or like you make a choice and it just settles in your body and you like exhale I was like, oh, I, it was almost like my body was like, well, obviously. <laughs> I was like, wait, like, didn't I not tell you that? Like, that's what we're talking about. Well, do you remember my audio message? I just kept being like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> I was like, I don't know why I'm saying I don't know so much. Well, like, because really it was vulnerable. vulnerable. It was like, <laughs> I think your soul was like communicating with my soul before you like send the message but in human like language and like (laughs) human mind it was like I don't know like for some reason I think we're supposed to do this but my mind is tripping out (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. because it's I mean I'm I can't speak for you but for me it's like it's an edge to Mm -hmm. really like come forward with like such an open heart in the I mean a public way I mean you and I have you know talked in private many times but to open it up feels important and an edge, but important because I think like if we use that terminology, right? Like quote unquote sister wound, like mm-hmm. I think it's something that so many women feel and it's not something that I feel like we talk about yeah. or have space to like process. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm grateful. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think about, like from my mom to my friends to my people I have clients that I've worked with, like witnessing people at their own weddings to like cousins to everyone. I'm like, we, we've all hurt women and we've all (laughs) been hurt by women. And it's okay. Like it's not necessarily a problem. It's a part of the journey and a part of life. But I think the point is to learn from it as is with anything in life. And that's why I do this podcast, honestly, is because I want to, my greatest goal with the podcast is for people to know, like deeply know that they're not alone in whatever it is they're going through, anything in life. Like if if I can check all the boxes of you're not alone in my lifetime, that would be the dream because... I know we all feel alone at times and I know none of us are living out the exact same story, but we're all feeling a lot of the same stuff throughout our lives. So to be able to share stories and even if one person listens to somebody else's story or an experience and feels connected to it or feels like they can relate or has that exhale moment of, 
wow, okay, I'm not the only one to that's felt this way. And I think with us specifically to give permission to other women to say, hey, like, let's, let's pedal back and check out what went quote unquote wrong or was unaligned in this friendship or in this conversation that I had with one of my female friends or why did I just completely shut down in that conversation? Why have I just ran the opposite direction? I know we've talked about um, we've talked about anxious versus attached. Um, I mean, anxious versus avoidant attachment as well, and how people process their own pain differently. And you know, if you are somebody who's anxiously attached versus avoidantly attached and you have two people coming out of a situation like that then you're both going to respond and react differently and there's going to be that just missed connection and to get yeah. curious of like okay what went quote unquote wrong here and how can we revisit it from a lens of compassion with a lens of love and with a lens of just curiosity there's so much separation in the world but I truly believe that if we could just get curious with one another that like, why did you react that way? Why mm. did you leave and not explain your perspective? Like maybe you just couldn't in time. And yeah. I think also that it's yeah. okay that it takes time to heal these things. Right. And like, why did I, right? Like you could say like, why did you, but like, why did I react that way? Exactly. Why did I do that? Or why did I not do that? Um, which I think has been, that was almost like the catalyst for, so I, I almost like want to like almost backpedal and like go through our story yeah. a little bit um, because like I'm remembering like these little moments of like me being like, why did I like not do this thing? Like, why did I not feel like I was equipped with the tools that I have now and like feeling that grief around that? Right. But I feel like to even go there, we have to like backpedal a little bit and yes. like talk about what our story is and like how we came back to mm -hmm. the place where we are now. Yeah. Go for it. If you want to dive yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we already talked about how we met. Yep. And, you know, like timelines hard because now I can't remember like exactly like how long you and I were spending time together. Cause I feel like for a while it was like you and I like alone one-on-one -on -one. Oh, we yeah. would, we were like, hang out and, attached at the hip yeah we spent a lot of time together and like had a lot of play dates and mm -hmm. um just like new friendship and and for me like I had just moved back to the east coast so when you and I met it was like I was at least only here for a few months so like I wasn't even plugged into community I was just like I just got back to the east coast haven't lived here since high school I don't know really what I'm doing or if I even want to stay here. Mm -hmm. I'm like loving doing photography work. And that's when I met you. Um, and remind me where you were at when we first met, because that might color it in. Gosh, when we first met, I was, I want to say I was living in Maine, in Elliott, Maine. I had just moved back from the area. Or I just moved back to the area. I had been in Colorado out west for a bit. I'd been traveling in Southeast Asia for a bit. Came back, moved with an ex-partner to Maine. Yeah, so I was in Elliott. And I believe that's where we were when we met. And then I was wow. moved to Portsmouth briefly. And yeah, so I was in Elliott slash Portsmouth. And I had my photography business. I was probably like a year or two into my business, if I had to guess. 
Um, but you had been doing that traveling and then you had just come back to the East Coast. So we were like in similar places where we were like, yeah. we're new-ish to the area, like really looking to plug in with community yeah. and get to know people. Like we were in a similar place. We were th- totally like both thirsty for like connection and community, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Which makes a lot of sense yes. throughout our story. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I just remember that. I remember spending a lot of time with you and... And then somewhere along the line, we started like kind of becoming like a group. Mm-hmm. So it went from like you and I one on one to like sort of having more of like a, a small friend circle mm-hmm. that we spent a lot of time with. Um, and that's where like the glitter click. Like I have this like vivid yes. memory of like rolling around in glitter with you yes. and just like dying laughing. And like yes. that was such a like I just remember leaving that hangout. It was like a bunch of photographers, which I had never done before. I had never just like hung out with other people who also loved what I love to do. It was like so refreshing for me. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like leaving that hangout being like, I found my people. Yeah. Like this is like everything that I was looking for. Yeah. Um, and I remember too, at that time I had just started, I have this vivid memory, I think at your house in Newburyport. I think mm-hmm. we had like a dinner like gathering or something. Yep. And I remember yep. this vividly because, cause I'm just thinking of how like supported I felt in certain ways. Like at that time, it was my first vulnerability workshop that I had like put out there. Oh my God. <laughs> I loved those. I remember being like, oh my gosh, like what if nobody like signs up, but like, I'm going to do this. It was another edge for me. I was like, what if like, I'm just going to do it. Like, let's see what happens. And I remember being at that dinner. It was like a handful of us and like, people just kept signing up. And I remember being like this momentum, like this crew, like this is so beautiful to just do, be doing these creative things and trying new things. And it felt so expansive. And there was, there was just this like momentum and like, uh, I don't know, like, like expanse about just like growing and trying new things and playing and being creative and yeah. I felt that too. Yeah. And it was just like all of that, all of that feeling and like excitement and just like, oh, okay. Like I found this like place that I feel like really good and really safe and like really inspired and, and all of those things that you said. Um, so we're, it's, it's interesting. Our lives really are so parallel. Like we were looking for similar things. We were like, we found this thing that we were looking for in this place. Um, and I don't know, like what like happened from there? Like, it's been a while, so it's kind of fuzzy to me in some ways. Well, and this is also great because I think classic thing that happens in any kind of relationship is your perception becomes your reality, right? So each person in any dynamic is having their own experience. So this is actually so cool to talk about because it'll be, and I know we've talked about this before, but to like align our perspectives and perceptions of like what was happening. And it's honestly hard to remember because it has been a while, but it's been like five years. So yeah, yeah, our memories are a little like, I think part of it was, I, I feel like from my perspective, I also had like different friends in different groups in like different places also, if that makes sense. And, Mm. uh, Like, we had, like, this group of people that we're hanging out with, but then I had, like, another, like, new forming group of friends, and, like, over here, and I had, like, my business, and I had my vulnerability stuff, and I had, like, I think, did I don't know if Sean and I had started the podcast, so I had, and, like, Katie and I had started, no, that was later, that was later, Um, but then 
I don't know exactly what happened, but I think each of us kind of like works expanding a little bit and like who we Mm. were meeting and what we were doing and where we were creating and what we wanted to be creating. And um, there was the space in the creative space in um, mass Lowell. Oh yeah. 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 So there was like that space. Like there was just like, we were based out of different studios. Yeah. We like, it was almost like there was like this severing of the like group that had formed and it was like, we were all kind of branching out and like you had your space and we had a space. Right. So we were all kind of working in similar ways, but in different places. Yeah. Yes. Which is something I didn't even realize until we reconnected like a year ago or two years ago. I don't, time is wild. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Because from like my perspective, it was like all of a sudden something shifted and I didn't know what shifted exactly, but like all of a sudden there was you and there was a couple other people who just all of a sudden like were not in my life and I like could like, couldn't get them and like they were you were just gone Mm -hmm. and I didn't like know it felt like somebody like cut this string but like I didn't give them permission to cut the string or like I didn't want the string Mm -hmm. cut but I didn't know like what I just remember feeling like I didn't know it was a it felt like abandonment Mm -hmm. it was like an abandonment you know and I didn't know and I think an important thing to note here is because we're all on our own unique healing journeys, right? Mm, An important yeah. thing to note for me and my life is, like, that wasn't my first experience with abandonment and somebody, like, mm. quote-unquote, leaving and me not knowing yeah. why. So I yeah. do like to point out for anybody listening that, well, especially in this place in my life, in our life, I hold no, like, fault to you and I have no anger towards you like we've we've obviously personally on a personal level been through this but I hold no blame because I I see the full circle of it all and the healing of it all but to stay in the present moment of yeah to stay in our story right that's like abandonment yeah Yeah. and not like I mean as a person that like loves you it like I to be with you in that hurt like that hurts me to know that that was how you your heart was feeling yeah. um so I'm I'm just with you in that yeah well and I'd like I'm curious how where were you at at that time because I feel like you may have felt some kind of hurt from me so my point of view on that like time was like if I bring myself into what I was feeling it was like somewhere in that like we were calling it like expansion or like the delineation of like this group that we had created somewhere in there. It felt like, like there was this like energy of like competition Mm. somewhere. And I don't know where it like happened, but it was like, all of a sudden it felt like, why does it feel like I were competing and I don't want to compete? Like nothing about like, nothing makes me want to compete with you you know what I mean but like there felt like this I don't know like underlying like subconscious like competition and maybe it is because like what you and I do are so parallel that like 
we were doing similar things and we do do similar things. Like we have similar dreams and like we've taken similar steps along the way. But like in that place, I was, you know, five years younger, five years less wise. And like all I could feel and see in that time was like this like competitive feeling that I didn't like and it, and I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, so that's, that's what I was feeling. And, and I guess like it hurt too, because I, felt like there was like this dissolving of this like group that I was feeling so like held and inspired by and it was like wait I'm like looking around like wait what happened like and then feeling hurt and like sad but that just sadness right and and grief around that um that dissolving of this like thing that we had created that was like but where'd that go? And I don't think that was anyone's fault that happened. It was just kind of like our lives branching out. Right. But, um, that's what I remember. Yeah. And it's like, I wish I could just like go back and like hug 20, 25, 26, 27, 25 year old M and be like, no, like I I'm still here. Like it's, it's so interesting because we both it's it's interesting to think like what what was the energetic that came in if it wasn't like you didn't want to compete with me I didn't want to compete with you I didn't want you to abandon me you didn't want to like abandon me yeah we just want to be friends (laughs) (laughs) so that's the thing that's so like truly fascinating to me about things like this is at the core of who we all are, we love one another. And like, I really believe that. But we all have these varying stories and patterns and traumas, big T and little t traumas that we experience from the moment we're brought into this world and before that even. And gosh, I just, I wish there was like more education around this sometimes or sometimes I feel like I'm on the wrong planet when I can like see when I see people fighting so badly and like so separate and I sometimes just want to be like no there's a reason this is happening like it's you have a you're having a traumatic response and I'm having a traumatic response and we're just the catalyst and, and the mirrors and the space holders and the humans who get to play the role in this this experience that's unfolding right now but like hang in there because you're gonna learn from this and you're gonna heal from this and that's exactly what we've done and yeah so it took us so just to like stay in the story like it we essentially evaporated from each other's lives yeah I mean yeah for me I feel like I just shut down like like I feel like all those feelings of feeling like scared and hurt and all those all those feelings just made me completely shut down and like we've talked about this in private like I have this sort of avoidant attachment like pattern that I've I've in I'm 30 years old now but like you know I look back at like my 20s and like see that pattern playing out and all the ways that that's played out. Um, and 
that's what happened in our friendship. I feel like I just completely like shut down and like ran away like a scared like little girl. And I didn't have the tools to communicate with you like what I was feeling or even have the tools to like address you. Right. And, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like if we were to go back into that time, like knowing all the things we know now with the tools and the the ability to communicate, like, I mean, it it probably would have been so different and we wouldn't have learned all the things that we've learned through our, you know, friendship and, um, and all of that. But like, it really, all, all we needed was a chance to communicate Mm -hmm. in a healthy and safe way. Mm-hmm. like what we were feeling in that moment and to be like oh we like love each other and we're just feeling all these like things but like I let those feelings like just stay dormant in a way that like totally stagnated like our our friendship right so that was mm-hmm. many years I mean how many three four at least yeah at least three at or least maybe. three and then it was like yeah I mean what was your like feeling on that like when our friendship sort of like dissolves without really any communication as to why, like what was happening in your like heart and mind? Well, I was sad and confused, but as you know, that was also happening with two other people in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, what is wrong with me? I like, Uh. I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, what have I, what have I done that like, and I had also, just a couple of years prior had an ex-boyfriend essentially do a similar thing of like, this isn't working, but mm. I'm not necessarily going to tell you why. And it was oh, a similar. Man. So I had this pattern, which it's cool to look back on now, but at that time in my life, I was like, what, like, what is wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? And it was more so just the not knowing that was throwing Mm. me for a loop like people just leaving my life and me not knowing why Mm -hmm. and that was the hard part for me and the other hard part for me was we have a similar community right and we know so many of the same people and I would have so many friends or people that I love be like yeah like I just I had this shoot with M Roscoe or like, I just like did this thing with, or like just met M for the first time. Like I love her so much. And it would be like this like deep, like pain mm, in me. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. Mm, like I love her too. Like, and <sighs> I feel and, deeply hurt by her right now. Yeah. Like I have a pit in my stomach when you even say her name. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's yeah. But it would always be this, like, I never felt the thing is, I never felt, like, ill towards you or, like, I never was, like, oh, yeah, she's a crap person. Like, it was just, it was always this deep knowing of, like, mm, I love her, too, and right now I feel hurt. Yeah. 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 Because I feel, like, from my point of view, like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't able to communicate with you and that makes me feel like I wasn't like a friend that you deserved. Right. Like Mm. I feel like I didn't treat you with like the level of like communication that like a friend deserves. Right. Mm. And I look back at that, that stage in my life and I just feel a lot of grief that I, I wasn't able to communicate with you. Um, It was just like this, like, 
I was just like scared to to even approach. And so I just like, yeah, it's, and it breaks my heart. Well, the other thing is too that I think I had, everything happens for a reason and like we're in such a great place now. So I, I it's okay for us to like feel <laughs> everything that we felt and still yeah. feel. Um, but it's so, it, it, it's also just so beautiful because I think at that same time, I all speak for myself here. Like I, while I was having those continuous, like repetitive stories, like somebody's left me and I don't know why I was also starting to cultivate these friendships with women that I had never experienced before. So it was almost like that. And that's not to say that I, I see it as like you played a perfect role in that because I almost needed to see the contrast in the moment and that's not to say that you are a bad friend because you're an incredible friend, but you had to show me that deep contrast and that mm-hmm. lesson in that moment. Mm-hmm. And then I started creating these other friendships where I was like, wait, okay, like this is like deep communication. Like this is like really yeah. what I've been craving in my life. And to then come and full like- circle and know that you are yeah. that person too. We just had to go through a season to like see that for ourselves. Right. And for you to see like, it's not you and it's like not your fault. Like mm-hmm. you did nothing right to like deserve that but type I didn't of communication. fully understand that until mm-hmm. you came back into my life because they would always be like, yes, I'm deserving. But <laughs> remember mm-hmm. that time or remember that thing that still like cuts deep. So I remember, I actually remember the day I was living in this apartment. So this was in the last two years that you all of a sudden, like out of the blue voice memoed me and just like shared like everything that you had felt over the last like three or four years. And um, when I say I like collapsed on the ground listening to Mm -hmm. that and like sobbed because it was almost like you go your whole life, not not your whole life, but you go a certain amount of years not understanding something. And then all of a sudden, one day, the universe, God, whomever, drops that like missing puzzle piece into your life. And you're like, oh, okay. It all makes sense now. Yeah. And so, like, I'm feeling, I'm like, there's so many thoughts racing through my mind, like hearing all of this. And like, one of them is, how we on like subconsciously it's this is not just in friendships this is this kind of dynamic happens in romantic relationships when they end and sometimes we just like don't know how the other person's feeling and maybe never ever get that closure or that like release of like oh that's what was happening right and like that can happen with family members that can happen with so many different types of relationships but um i think when it's a friend and someone you love and a sister it like hurts so deeply um and so I'm just like I'm thinking about that right like the patterns that we like hold um and I'm like losing my train of where I was gonna go after that (laughs) (laughs) well what Uh, what were those like three or so years like for you oh that's that's what I was gonna say so you resurfacing that memory of me sending you that voice memo I don't remember what the catalyst was for me sending that to you. I don't remember. 
And I was curious if you remember why I came to you when I did. Was there something that I like mentioned that inspired me to reach out to you? Or was it just truly like this like like inspired action of like That's a great question. I want to reconnect. In my memory, it was so out of the blue. Or just random. Yes. I'm, I want to be like, Venus was in Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. The stars aligned. <laughs> I remember sending the message and, like, my, like, heart behind it. of just, like, I, all I remember about that message was me just being, like, I just want you to know that, like, I love you. And I, like, from afar, like, see you. And I'm, like, proud of you. And I, like, just love you as a person I love you as an artist and like the work you do inspires me and it was just like sharing that heart right of just like mm-hmm. I just want you to know that like I'm over here feeling this way like I that's all I have is love for you like yeah. whatever has happened in our past like there's nothing but love that I have for you and, and that's all I remember saying to you and I don't remember why I felt like I needed to say that at that time but I just remember feeling like I had to say that to you yeah well, I don't even know if it was in that specific message or if we ended up having more conversations down the road and that's when it came up. But I think what did end up coming up was a, like what like your why, almost a like year why behind the disconnect. Mm, me like realizing, oh, this is a pattern for me. <laughs> yeah, maybe that, but but even so, like, I want I want to, like, make sure you feel validated and, like, your feelings of, like, why why you felt, like, the retreat happening for you, too, you know? Because I think a part, like, you, you had said before, like, the competition aspect of it. And if I remember correctly, it was right around the time um, Katie and I had started Maple and Moon, which is now the Valentine right. Room. And right. I remember, like, a couple people saying to me, like, well, didn't you, like, used to create in that space with M and, like, maybe she's feeling something, like, about the space that you and Katie started. And I remember being like, no, absolutely, mm. like, no, what? I was like, that doesn't, it's, like, two completely separate things. And, like, I didn't, I didn't even make that connection. But I think, like, in your voice memos a couple of years later, you had brought that up. Yeah, right, because I feel like that was my emotional truth at the time was, like, yeah, wait, wait are we competing but what's so funny about it in retrospect for me is like literally every studio that you work in is like a white walled studio with like black (laughs) paned windows like like there's no copyright on like a look right like that's i'm building a studio right now that's exactly what it is white walls black paned windows like that's just what a photo studio looks like but Um, I feel like that was the narrative and like again there's some nuance to this dynamic here because it wasn't like it was just you and I we were in a group dynamic so we're also getting Mm -hmm. like other perspectives that are coloring all this in right and so like I have to like name that too um that a lot of what I was maybe carrying wasn't just mine right oh for sure um but influencing my like feelings and um that's just like the gifts that we give each other right is like our own story and we like we pick up other people's stories and, and all that so so yeah that, that was just like um what I remember was like that feeling and then and then it's just yeah hilarious because now I'm building a studio that's like exactly that <laughs> 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 and every studio that I've ever shot in is like look that look so but like again it wasn't so much it's never actually about what's happening 
Like it's never, it wasn't ever actually about like the two studios, you know, it's like those were the like experiences in the moment that triggered an old emotion. Just like we triggered an old emotion like for one another. Right. Of like, for me, it was like scared because it was like this feeling, which because I had just started my business of like, I didn't. Like, I had this, like, warped perception that there, like, wasn't enough to go around, mm-hmm. right? Like, there wasn't enough clients to go around and there wasn't enough whatever. And now, after doing this for so long, like, you so see, like, there's so more than enough to go around for all of us. And we could all have the exact same studio space or whatever. And there's, like, we all need each other's medicine. We all need each other's, like, dreams to come to fruition. Like, that's just the truth. But, like, when you're just starting out, you know... Um, at least for me, like I felt like just starting out, there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of like feelings of scarcity even um, that contributed to all of that. Oh yeah, and that's you're not alone in that. Like anybody who's ever been an entrepreneur or has gone after some creative pursuit, I'm I'm sure has felt that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I I just remember in that voice memo me naming that being like. Yes. This is like what was happening on my end of things. Yeah. And I want you to know that like I love you and your like artistry continues to inspire me like it always has. Yeah. Um and so I remember that part vividly. And then like from that voice memo, we got on a call. Mm-hmm. And that was like for me such a healing experience to get to after all those years, like just sit with you and like basically what we're doing now just like kind of going back through our story and being like this is what I was feeling and what were you feeling and oh my gosh like I'm so sorry that that happened and I'm so sorry for the ways that like I have unintentionally like hurt you because intention or not intention like we still cause harm even if it's unintentional um and so to name that with you and to kind of sit in that you know both being like holding our side of things and like holding each other and like the feelings that we were feeling and be able to just like release that like was so healing for me because like I've felt like hurt by women in my life but it's not it's very rare to like have created the safety that you and I created Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable with each other and to just like choose to come back to the core which is love and to let it all be in the past. Like, now it's all just story, right? Now we're just, like, storytelling and we're, like, remembering these stories, but it's just story. And it's so, like, it. if you hadn't been brave enough or we both hadn't been brave enough to even have those conversations, it would still be the pit in our stomach. Like, it would still be the yeah. pit in the stomach when your name came up or vice versa, you know? And I think that's yeah. what's so powerful and important about this conversation is that whoever you are wherever you are if you have a certain name a certain friend or a family member whose name comes up and you get that pit in the stomach get get curious about that and maybe not all healing has to be done face to face with somebody or in conversation with somebody maybe it's not always safe to do that but right, right. there's a reason that that pit is there. And do you want to hold that forever? Or do you want to get to the root of that? And if it is safe to have a conversation with somebody, 
it takes courage. It takes vulnerability. It's not easy to vulnerably share what you were feeling in a hard time or apologize for something that you've done or tell somebody that they hurt you. That's not Mm. easy. But on the other side of those hard conversations, you get to let that pit go and you get to move forward with that much more love in your life rather than resentment or hurt or confusion and moving forward with curiosity and love and choosing to see that in another person regardless of hard things that you've gone through that's been such a huge gift that you've given me is the ability to Mm. heal through a painful relationship it's been and and now we get to move forward with that love which is so beautiful it's really really beautiful and healing and you've given me so many gifts and and one of them has been the like the tough medicine to swallow of like seeing like patterns that I've created harm with right like for me it's like where else am I running away when I get scared Mm. you know like where else does that happen and like I've had to really sit with that like where does that happen and seeing a lot of places like beyond just relationship dynamics like with my business even right like where are the places that I get scared and run away and and having to like face that reality and face that with with you and like you know love each other and not be like yeah we're human and like we're learning and I'm so grateful for all the things I've learned in knowing you it's been so much like so many layers of learning and um it's it's beautiful to remember where it all started which is like that place of like childlike play and wonder which is just like untouched like unconditional love you know Mm -hmm. and get to like come back to where we started because now all I see is like I just want to like run around the woods with you here and like create art together and like even use this as inspiration like this like sister wound like archetype like can we create art together and like play with that and like in some sort of like art way like express that together and and create something I don't know what it would look like but we could play with it and then and have like a little experience together like that would be so fun and freeing and healing to get to do that together and, and come back to where we started gosh I could see us doing like a woman's circle ceremony photo shoot mm. vibe in the woods well we'll talk yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh so beautiful gosh I mean I, I feel like we could talk so much more about all of all of this um Do you have a piece of advice for anybody going through or has experienced any kind of sister wound? Um, God, I don't know. It's, it's so hard because like, I am in no way an expert clearly. Um, I'm just a human being a human and like learning and, and, um, I don't know, like every relationship is so different, right? Like you and I being able to come back to that and to create, again, that safety to come together. Like, do I believe that like every relationship has that layer of safety to like do what we have done and transcend that? Probably not. Yeah, That's just 
honesty. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, that's amazing that we were able to create that together. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have advice. It's really just like, I think what you said about like the curiosity piece of just like, where are the places that we can sit with ourselves in the reflection and be curious of like why we do the things that we do and the impact that that has on others and to go into that. And and maybe we'll find things that we're really happy about and really not happy about. And, and then there's opportunity to address it. Yeah. I think so too. The thing that's just like coming through for me is you had mentioned when we were talking the other day about, um, and now especially that you're a mom, the dynamic when you come into the world as a baby and especially yeah. as a as a girl and that relationship with your mom, whether it be breastfeeding, because you had talked a bit about breastfeeding and that that connection and it you can definitely touch upon that. And it got me thinking about um, C-sections because I was born into the world mm. as a C-section because I was oh too, my gosh I was too big quote unquote too big quote unquote too yeah. big yeah and like I hold obviously no I'm like my mom's incredible the fact that she created me and brought me into this world and on like a soul level I have always kind of wondered or like had this feeling of like and you can touch on the breastfeeding thing too in your own words but with the c-section sometimes I think I have this story of like, oh, I was too big. So even coming into the world, like I was a problem, you know, like I, I hurt, I hurt a woman coming into the world and I haven't even ever had this conversation with my mom and she, if she's listening, mom, don't take this literally. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But like on a soul, like energetic level, as I do see the world and feel the world in so many ways, it's like dang like my my inner little tiny huge baby that came into this world (laughs) was already feeling like oh gosh like I'm too big too much like you're gonna be hurt like I it's it's a Mm. it's an interesting thing and that you know mother wound sister wound females any kind of wound um in the sister world is if we can go all the way back to birth and before birth and we almost like should, right? Yeah. Because like all of this is like an imprint. Mm-hmm. Um, we are imprinted from, like you said, the moment we we're born of like these attachments. And like, I know we talk about attachments and it's like not all about like attachment styles or whatever. But like, I do think that like my experience becoming a mother like has been as it is for every woman really deep because you see that this person depends on you um to be there and to show up for them and to not run away you know when when it's hard and when it's um when it's hard and and like what I'm developing with my daughter is like what my intention to develop with my daughter is to build a secure attachment with her so when she cries she knows that I'm going to be right there and when she's hungry she knows that she can come to me and I'm going to be right there just the way that we come into the world like does imprint right and like it's been really illuminating for me um, becoming a mother and and seeing the ways that like my daughter is impacted by my behavior and impacted by um, the ways I show up for her and it's just made me very acutely aware of like 
how to build a secure attachment with her so she knows that no matter what like I'm always going to be there and she can I can be a rock like for her um so yeah the breastfeeding thing plays into that because like I'm still breastfeeding her she's 10 months old and we still breastfeed more than five times a day um and I look back to you know as we talk about our patterns and all of these things like I look back at my um the way I came into the world and um I wasn't breastfed. I don't know. If, were you breastfed? Yes. I you were. Ask that the other how day. long? I don't know how long. This is like my new leading question with people. Mm. Like when I get to know someone, I'm like, were you breastfed as a child and for how long? Mm-hmm. I'll find <laughs> so out. It makes it somehow like it actually, I think it does imprint on this. But I, from like day one, the hospital told my mom basically like, oh, you, your body's not doing it right. Like, mm. nope. And that caused my mom so much grief to... Yeah feel like a failure and so from day one I was on formula and there's like some sort of like chemical attachment like I feel it with my daughter there's like something special that I can give her that no one else in the world can right now and it makes me feel really connected to her um in this very deeply feral primal way Mm -hmm. and I think about how as a child I never got that like chemical bond with my mom um and she grieved that and I probably subconsciously grieved that And now I'm like creating this new pattern where like, because I know my own lived experience, it became really important to me in becoming a mother that like, I was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to breastfeed. Like it was like, I had so many obstacles come in my way of breastfeeding and so many times where I just wanted to be done. And on my hard days, even now, like, I'm like, I'm so tired, but like, I'm going to keep going for her because she deserves for me to give it everything that I have to show up for her and give her what she needs. I think that's so important to note, just like this, whether it's your lived experience that you weren't breastfed, so you had this like innate knowing at how important it was for you to do this thing, like whether it's that scenario or whether it's you hit a rock bottom in your life and you just like know that it is time to work your way out of that or whether it's a wound in a relationship that you're like, okay, this, this hurt. We've, we've, we've hurt. There's pain here. Now I want to fix it. And now I want to find the joy and find the love again. And I think that's such Mm a important thing to note that it's like, these hard moments or these pains or these missing pieces, they, they're not necessarily accidents because they show us what we're, what we're going forward towards now. So I think it would be so easy for us to just have thrown our arms up and been like, whatever, that relationship was a bust, like, screw that. But the more beautiful journey is to say, let's look at this and what went wrong and what went right and where do we want to heal what hurts so that we can move forward, not just for ourselves and our relationship, but for other people, for our community, for the world at large. It's like that's why individually we do work to bring ourselves closer to love and compassion because if we want a more peaceful or vibrant or beautiful collective community then we have to start with first ourselves and then these relationships that we've had in our lives that have caused pain and that's why this is so beautiful and has been such a gift to have you in my life really Mm. 
I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> this is so good. Do you have anything else to add? No, just that. There's just like nothing but love. And yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to get to spend some more time with you and to like continue doing what we love together. Yeah, same, same, same. Um, before we wrap it up, do you happen to know your sun, moon, and rising signs? I do. So I am a Sag, Saggy, mm-hmm. um, Sagittarius sun and rising. So a lot of fire. And I'm an Aquarius moon. Mm. I forgot about your Sagittarius. That's where the whole oh. the whole bus life came into play. We didn't even touch upon it, yep. but I went through a phase of renovating a bus. We yep. both had our short lived. <laughs> we barely made it past demo. <laughs> but we've each had our own living on the road life experiences, that's for sure. Yeah, that was definitely a, a point of connection from the beginning for us. Yeah. What's your I'm sure you see this on your podcast, but just I'm curious. My sun, moon, and rising. I'm a yeah. Leo sun, Leo, Virgo rising, and Aries moon. Yes. So a lot of fire as well, which is like, makes a lot of sense. Lots of fire. I love fire. God, I love fire women. Fire. I just do. It's like uh, the best. Can't can't hide it. <laughs> no. Can't hide your fire. Yeah. Sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah. But and so my daughter great. is a cancer oh. son, Pisces. <gasps> So like, oh my God, oh. I am, I mean, she is my greatest teacher and like, oh, we are so daughter. different. Like mm-hmm. I can already just feel so many things that I'm just like, wow, like I have to shift my way for her because wow. she's, she needs something so different than what I need. Well, it's almost like she's shifting it for you. Cause she's like that river. Like she's the, she's yeah. the water. I mean, that's pure my, water. My dog's name is river. And Sometimes I have these moments. I'm like, I understand why I named you River. Like you are showing me to flow, like truly, yeah, true medicine. True. Yeah. So she came in. She's like, I'm about to teach you everything. Mm-hmm. Do you know her rising? <laughs> um, Gemini. Oh, wow. yeah. Which also makes sense. I mean, like she's my best friend, and and like I feel like all my best friends are Gemini's. Wow. It's this like really interesting pattern. Like I just love a Gemini. Oh my god. And. Yeah, we'll see when she grows up, like how that all manifests. But Mm -hmm. I will say that she is becoming a toddler and I am seeing the cancer and the Pisces energy coming through very strong. Oh, my gosh. I love and I love that for her. (laughs) I love water signs so much. Sometimes they're so mysterious. I'm like, what are you actually thinking? It's so deep. It's like the deepest, most emotional, like well of feelings and it's beautiful that's I feel like that's really good for you is is frost a fire sign yeah so we are freaky and we were born on the same day within the same hour so we have like mirror like natal charts you have like every placement is the same which is really weird so I think it's like really an interesting dynamic that she has these like two hyper fiery like parents and she's like the super Mm. water child it's we're gonna learn a lot from each other in this life she sucks sucks you in it's almost like yeah. a, it's almost like I'm picturing like a well, like a underwater well, but like like in a grounding way, like yeah. earth, earth water. Like you're just, she's just gonna yeah. root you down deep into the earth. Oh my god, already has. She has since like I conceived her. Really, like my whole pregnancy was that she yeah. like 
was in my body already, like physically and literally and metaphorically and figuratively. So beautiful. Oh my gosh. All right. Last question. What does finding Wilder mean to you? Mm, Immediately my first like feeling is it's like the path, you know, like you come to a fork in the woods and there's like the most treaded path that like Mm. feels very walked Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then there's like maybe this little path that's like I don't know interesting you and like mysterious and mystical and maybe beautiful and has some beautiful views and you're like I think I could go down this way let's see what's there I love that that's (laughs) that's beautiful Mm. (laughs) thank you so much where can people find you if they want to connect we can connect mostly on Instagram I feel like that's the only real place I am these days and even that is like very sporadic because I find myself in these like vortexes mm-hmm. of momming and then I just forget about Instagram for a little while and then come back um but on Instagram at share the soul and um also I'm starting an Instagram page for the Heartspace studio which is linked on my page and I'm going to try to keep that like populated with just what's going on in the studio because it's not just mine it's for all of us and a place for creatives to have a little home away from home in the woods and create art there with your people and um so i'm excited about that so good i can't wait to come visit thank you so much this has been really really good thank you Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to another episode of Finding Wilder. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you did, it would mean the world if you leave a review or if you share the podcast episode somewhere in the socials because that's how the world flies these days. Thank you again for being here. If you want to find more about me, my website is michaelajean.com, M-I-C-A-Y-L-A-J-E-A-N.com. Find me at michaela.jean on Instagram. I have an account with daily channeled messages called Wilder Daily, also on Instagram. And you can find more information about my wedding photography at Photography, also on Instagram. I hope you have the best dang day and we'll see you next time. Bye.